Grace. This woman is a disgrace. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Chelsea Disgrace Podcast, where I talk about whatever I want, and for some reason, you decide to listen. So the other day, I was at my job, and there was talk about us getting a drive through system where the person ordering their stuff at the speaker could see me on a little TV screen, and I was just not having any of that because... A, I'm positive that I probably have at least like 12 chins at that angle. And B, 97% of the time I'm taking your order, I'm judging you by rolling my eyes and most likely flipping you the bird through the headset. Like I don't even know why this would be a necessary thing. It takes me like 37 minutes just to find the right lighting to take a Snapchat that doesn't reveal like my sideburns and my slight mustache. So there's no way I'll look good or even half decent on a drive through camera. Like nobody wants to see that shit because I'm just like really gross. But anyway, uh, this sort of leads us right into today's topic, which is all about technology that gives me anxiety. So to start off, those new like crazy high tech pop machine things at McDonald's give me just way too much anxiety. Like those things have about 150 different flavor choices. And personally, I think that's just way too much pressure. I mean, people who go to McDonald's, like myself, are most likely not the best at making life choices in the first place. So giving us a big empty cup and 150 different choices of what to fill it with is probably going to overwhelm us. I have like a nervous breakdown just trying to decide if I want to go with like a full size McChicken or just maybe like a junior McChicken and then get like a hamburger on the side of that so then I can have like the best of both worlds like beef and chicken or if I should just order like a full size McChicken and a quarter pounder and just try and convince like the counter attendant that one's for my friend, even though I ordered it for here and I'm alone and I have drool running down my chin and I ordered both with no lettuce because like lettuce is just a waste of chewing energy and has no business being on a burger and should just, you know, stick to what it's good at which is making subs at Subway seem twice as big as they actually are, which gives customers false hope. Because they're all like, yeah, like, look at this big old giant submarine sandwich. And they're all like super stoked to eat it. But like 94% of the sub's mass is just lettuce. And 96% of lettuce is water. So you finish your sub and you're feeling all refreshed as hell but still hungry as fuck. And you think you're being all like healthy and shit by getting all this lettuce on your sub. But then you put like five different kinds of sauces on it and like, Not even sauces from the healthy choice section, but like the fatty sauces, like the white based sauces that are made with like sugar and lard and like probably whale blubber and collagen and stuff. And then they call these sauces full flavored sauces, like full flavored. 
kind of like how society calls bigger woman like full figure woman because it's it just sounds more sensitive than like fat girls right like in my opinion I think a bit of chunk is a little bit hot on a woman. So, like, fat is not a super negative thing in my mind. And, you know, like, fat girls know they're fat. So, calling them full figure just makes you seem like a pretentious asshole. Like, um, look at me. I'm a good person because I called you full figured and not fat. Like, give me praise and shower me with Good Samaritan Awards. Like, I would rather just be called fat because it's shorter of a word, which means I can get to eating my double Whopper with cheese even faster. So, like, just call the sauces what they are. Like, any of the following would be good names for them. Like, sauces for fat people, sauces with heart attack causing agents, good tasting sauces, just get these sauces, real man sauces, non-shitty sauces, every sauce we have except for mustard and that really shitty sweet onion teriyaki shit sauce that tastes like shit and you could tell that's healthy because it's so shitty sauce. So any of those names would be less tricky and sneaky than full flavored sauces, in my opinion anyway. I don't even know what I was talking about. McDonald's pop machines. So um, I'm a girl. So making decisions about food requires multiple resources, a lot of patience, and possibly even a personal day off work. Like if someone asks me where I want to eat, I need to like quickly acquire a full menu from every restaurant within like a 50 kilometer radius. And then I need to create pie charts depicting information information regarding like the best place to go based on factors like variety of food, price, hotness of waiters, have I embarrassed myself there before, do they wrap the food in a swan shape or just like a plain styrofoam box because sometimes I'm in the mood for something fancy percent risk of running into someone I know, bun choices, sauce choices. Is it dark enough in there to not wear makeup? Is it dark enough not to wear pants? Do I need a reservation? Current promotions? Can I wear Crocs there? Do they have lobster bibs? Do they charge by the wing or by the pound? Is there an all-you-can-eat option? Have I gotten diarrhea from this place before? Is there parking? Do I have to pay for parking? Hypothetically, if I had to pay for parking, how much is the parking? Is it a parking garage or a parking lot? Does it matter? No, then why ask? Because I'm a girl and I like to know everything before making such a heavily weighted decision. My God. So then I would narrow it down to about like 20 restaurants and then I'd list them on my Facebook and I'd ask my friends for their opinions on these restaurants and like I'm getting super hungry by this time, but I don't want to leave without getting all the information I can. So um, then I just end up getting like conflicting reviews which just makes me even more stressed out and confused so then I turn to my date and I'm all like well why can't you decide you never decide why can't you be more spontaneous sometimes you know try surprising me once in a while for god's sake and they'll be like okay babe like let's go for burgers I'll be like burgers I can't eat fucking burger I'm fat as shit then I'll say like okay well let's get salads then I'm like salads is it because you think I'm fat as shit and then what happens is I'll end up at my best friend's house eating like shitty Chinese food and crying because of the big blowout with my boyfriend and then the Chinese food will give me diarrhea which could have been avoided in the first place if I had just picked a fucking restaurant. 
So, that being said, the McDonald's pop machines are, like, just too damn overwhelming. I feel like they should have, like, a surprise me button and the machine just gives you whatever the fuck it feels like giving you. Or maybe it should just have, like, a panic button where if people get too anxious, they just hit the panic button and then Dr. Phil comes up on the screen and just talks you out of your panic attack and asks you a series of non-threatening questions in order to determine which kind of pop flavor would best suit your current mood you know based on a short psychological assessment I think that would be like very helpful for people like me uh, fuck, fucked up people that is um, so another uh, stupid technology that makes me anxious is um, this new app that I heard about so I guess Domino's Pizza has an app where you can track the status of your pizza And this makes me anxious because I'm worried for the human race, to be honest. The fact that there's even a need for this kind of frightens me. Like, this app is totally appropriate when it's a pregnant woman tracking the progress of her baby. Like, oh, congratulations, you're 12 weeks pregnant and your baby's now the size of a lime. And it's like, oh, like, that's really cool information to know. Like, as much as I want to, like, punt every baby I see across the room, it's kind of fun to think of one the size of a lime because small things are funny, especially small versions of things that are supposed to be big because you feel like a giant when you hold them. And it's also really fun to know how big your baby is so you know how many glasses of wine you can have without killing it. But a pizza, like, why do you need to know the status of your pizza? Like, congratulations, your pizza has been in the oven for 10 minutes. It is now the size of a bike tire, the same size it was 10 fucking minutes ago. And, like, I feel as if the app wouldn't even be practical. Like, wouldn't it just take more time to update the status of the pizza than it would be to just make the fucking pizza and deliver it in a timely fashion? I'm picturing the pizza guy grabbing his phone like, okay, apps... Pizza updater, select pizza, uh, large stuffed crust pizza for the Johnsons, add toppings, select topping, pepperoni, quantity, 11, update pizza now. And then in the meantime, while he's updating the status of that pizza, someone else's pizza is behind him, like going up in flames. Then not only does he have to put the fire out, but then he now has to update the status of that pizza to on fire, which would probably raise some questions and would be really bad for business, especially if the whole place burned down. So this kind of makes me scared for what's next. Like, I'm picturing maybe the pizza guy is wearing, like, a GoPro, and you can live stream footage of your pizza being made. And then when it's being delivered, there's, like, drones that follow the car. And again, you can live stream this shit as well. Or maybe one day we'll be able to, like, FaceTime the dude making our pizza Or, like, maybe each pizza will come with, like, a Blu-ray DVD containing footage of the whole process from ordering to delivery. And that way you have, like, a keepsake from this really shitty Domino's pizza that you had one time. So, I just think it's just really stupid. Except, um... I guess it would be kind of cool to know like exactly when your pizza is going to arrive because I've been in so many situations where I'm waiting for somebody to arrive and they could potentially be there at any minute, but I really have to take a shit and I'm not sure if I should just go to the bathroom knowing there's a risk they could come while I'm firing off a turd or if I should just hold it until they come and like knowing the risk that I could shit my pants. Um... 
when I was younger uh, and my parents would order a pizza to be delivered to the house, even though we knew the pizza guy was coming and would be coming to the door and knocking on it, it was always like pure chaos whenever he would get there, as if nobody expected it. Almost as if my parents thought he would just deliver it like an old-fashioned newspaper guy, just sort of ride his bike by the house and throw the pizza on the lawn. But no, when the pizza guy would knock on the door, my mom would be all like, Chris, Chris, who's here? Someone's here. It's, it's, it's the pizza guy, Chris. The pizza guy's at the door, Chris. And my dad would be on the couch like, well, get the door, Katie. And the dog would be barking her head off like, like trying to eat through the door and get to the pizza smell. So my mom would be at the door trying to hold the dog back, yelling at my dad like, Chris, get my wallet. Get my wallet, Chris. Chris, the wallet. Get the wallet. And dad would be all like, Katie, I I don't know where your wallet is. And she'd be like, where it always is, Chris. Where else would it be? It's in my purse inside a pillowcase under the bed, Chris. Where else would it be, Chris? And then my dad would be like, here, Katie, just take this. And then he'd pull like a few 20s out from his back pocket because dad's always seem to have ample amounts of $20 bills on them at all times. Like the other week, I discovered I had like three warts on my foot, so I had to go to the store to buy that freeze-away shit. And I realized I forgot my wallet at work, and I'm like, no, I need my wart medicine. And my dad was all laying on the couch like, oh, here, honey, take these $20 bills, and you go get your wart medicine. And he just rolls over and pulls a couple 20s out of his pocket. I should have told him I needed tampons because he has no idea how much tampons cost. I could be like, oh, dad, I need tampons. Like another 50 should cover it. But uh, yeah, so my dad would pull out some 20s and my mom would be all like, well, give it to the man, Chris. I'm holding the dog, Chris. Can't you do anything, you lazy son of a bitch, Chris? And then we would enjoy a nice, quiet, painfully awkward pizza dinner and then dad would sleep on the couch at night. Also, my mom doesn't have an accent, but for some reason in my head, that's what the reenactment sounded like. But the thing that gives me the most anxiety ever are printers. Like, whoof. I cannot stand printers. Printers are fucking assholes. And I kid you not, all printers have minds of their own. Like sick, twisted, fucked up minds. Everyone is so fearful about computers becoming so advanced that they take over the human race. But where the real concern lies is with printers. Dickhead printers probably created computers as a decoy while they slowly take over the human race by taking away our sanity one paper jam at a time. I'm picturing the day when all the printers from around the world just get bored of fucking with our emotions and just decide they want to start like attacking physically. And I'm imagining like a bunch of printers roaming around the streets just squirting ink into people's eyes and then once they can't see and are unable to defend themselves the printers start like violently spitting paper at us giving us fatal paper cut wounds and most of us humans have at like one point in our lives gotten so pissed off at our printer that we physically and verbally abused it So then I imagine the printers wanted to get like a very personal revenge. So I'm thinking my printer will probably find me and tie me up to a computer chair, but not a comfy computer chair. One of those like really shitty, terrible ones that connects like the processed cheese slice size backrest to the seat with one of those like bendy pieces that look like human spines. And they're really uncomfortable. And after sitting in one for 15 minutes, you have like arthritis and thrombosis and like other bone related diseases. And then once 
once I'm tired of that chair, my printer will start like printing out images of my most embarrassing or regretful moments just to torture my conscience and ruining my self-esteem. And then the printer will cover the room in grayscale pictures of everything I hate the most. So it's just the most like dark, dreary, depressing place to be in. And I have to just stay there till I either starve to death or my printer forces me to be its slave and changes ink like every 20 pages. And then he's going to be like, well, I want you to buy me only the finest quality of paper, which like eats away at my bank account and I lose my house and my car and my relationship goes to hell because of the stress of not having any money due to the purchasing of this very fine paper. And then I just get so depressed that I almost wish that I had just stayed in that grayscale room in that shitty chair until I starved to death. I'm probably being a bit overdramatic, but, like, seriously, why do printers never fucking work when you need them to work? Like, they are psychotic. It's like, oh, I see you have a big paper due tomorrow. Well, I don't feel like printing it. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, or like you'll go to print something and it ends up printing something you tried to print like four months ago it just drives you fucking insane and then when it's time to like change the ink it's all like oh thanks for changing my ink now I'm just gonna go ahead and use about half of it to like do this test print to make sure all the colors are working (laughs) honestly just can't deal with it anymore I love to just like throw one off the roof of a building just once before I die. I think there would be nothing I could do that would like give me a more freeing, rejuvenated feeling than just taking my printer, throwing it off the top of a building. I don't even care which building. It doesn't even have to be like super high, just high enough for the printer to like smash once I drop it. However, I have this crazy fear that after I do that, I'll go to sleep that night feeling all liberated. And when I wake up the next day, it'll be back in my living room, somehow back into one piece. And then that's when I know. That's when I know for sure that I was right about printers being smarter than humans. And then I'll try to tell somebody, but nobody will believe me. And then the printer will start talking to me and threatening me. And I'll be like, Mom, did you hear that? The printer just talked again. And the printer will be all quiet. My mom will leave the room to go call the psych ward. And the printer will be all like ha, 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 ha. and then men will come and take me away in a straight jacket so i guess just to be safe i won't actually go through with my printer smashing idea for now but yes these are real concerns of mine i've never really been good at accepting new technology and i still stick to strictly playing super nintendo and nothing else once sega genesis and playstation and all that shit came out i was like what the fuck is this i was not about that joystick life i like my a and my b and my start and my select but that's just me because i'm stubborn and i'm dumb and that's why i make you feel better about yourself one chelsea grace problem at a time thanks guys (laughs) 